0: All right, all right, all right, this is Dr. Ashburn, host of the Maximism Podcast. I'm in the Sweatbox studio, definitely not cold today, Um, hopefully the weather will be turning soon, one of my favorite times of the year weather-wise, and I want to get into a very near and dear topic to me, near and dear to my heart, and that is chiropractic because 1895, September 18th, is the birth date of chiropractic. That makes it 127 years old so that's pretty cool september 18th so you know not too far off is when the birth date is was and so i celebrate it put it in my office all that stuff but i want to get into what chiropractic is i feel it's one of the most misunderstood healthcare professions if not professions out there and um since its birth date you know chiropractic education and care has come a long way you know in the past Medical doctors may not have spoken very positively, you know, speculating chiropractic adjustments weren't as effective of a treatment as drugs and surgery. But now it's different, man. I have so many people, so many medical doctors referring into me all the time, and not just with stiff backs. I mean, I take care of children, adults, you know, pain, joint pain, migraines, constipation, visual problems. I mean, you name it. I have people in my office looking to get better from it. So chiropractic care is really considered an alternative treatment approach to, you know, pain killing drugs and and uh, undergoing surgery. But most people don't realize similar to medical doctors, we go through a lot of education, man. I went through nine years of college and our overall number of uh, uh, courses and, and hours we take. It's actually a little bit more than your medical doctor. They go off into certain things such as um, pharmacology and diagnosis we'll be we going to more in muscle, anatomy, joint joint all that stuff, but we get into more of that stuff and they get into more, but ultimately into the pharmaceutical side of it. but we're in school a little bit longer, more hours. So when it comes to treating you know the, the normal things like back pain, organ dysfunction, other chronic disease, disease symptoms, um, chiropractors are pretty solid at helping people out. So we not only help people out with those things, but there's much other, you know, most chiropractors do nutrition, they understand nutrition very, very well. And um, we try to recommend stuff to help people, their body to run better. That's the key. You know, their bodies, I love this saying, right? Our bodies need no help to function better. They just need nothing interfering with their, with your body's natural ability to heal and work. So your brain, your brain runs every single function in your entire body. So your brain runs everything. They say there's 78 trillion cells in your body and your brain is intimately connected or linked to every single cell. So even if you're not feeling pain or symptoms, you could be moving to, towards or developing disease and most people know you don't feel disease until it's very well advanced. So chiropractic's meant to get people, you know, functioning better. Now I'll tell you a really cool story. I have patients to my office and they often will say this time of year, particularly when kids are going back to school, uh, you know, my kids are just germ magnets, you know, every kid's sick. I'm sure your kids are sick. You know what I'm talking about? And I say, actually, my kids aren't sick. You know, they're they're rarely ever sick and if they get something, it's very minimal and they'll say, oh, well, you know, you must be really lucky for that to, not to happen. And so, you know, I'm not really lucky. You know, there's, there's a formula to it. Not that I'm better. My kids are better than anybody, but fact of the matter is they're not lucky, right? We do things particularly to help their body run better. So nutrition, you know, we try to get our kids to eat really healthy. We eat mostly organic. You know, my, my older kid's going to be 18 soon. So we've given them free liberty to eat whatever he wants. And right now he's living in that free liberty. But, um, my kids have been, they've been raised knowing how to eat. They get supplemented properly. They get a lot of motion and and movement, whether they consider exercise or not. But the biggest thing I think over all that is they get adjusted regularly. I make sure their spine is in a perfect position. I take x rays to make sure of that, to measure it, and make sure the body's running really, really well. So most people, you know, chiropractic has been pigeonholed into this, this corner of if you have back pain, go there. If you have neck pain, go there. But ideally, it's meant to help your whole body function better by putting your spine back in a more natural, perfect position, removing the pressure off your spinal cord and the nerves coming off, not allowing it to break down and degenerate, move towards arthritis and help your body just run better. So to simplify a complex process, you know, we tap into recuperative abilities of the body, right? We restore the relationship uh, between a property line, spinal cord, and well-functioning nervous system. Um, the central nervous system, it's the controller, someone's overall health. It regulates communication, coordination throughout the entire body. <clears throat> so you can go and get surgery or take medication because maybe your gut's not running right, but the doctors never even looked at is the f- whether the function coming from your brain to your gut is even getting there the way it should be. So I want to get into the top benefits of chiropractic. Um, there's some really cool benefits I see on a regular basis, but the biggest one is back pain. That's that's obvious, it's the elephant in the room. So spinal adjustments definitely can help with back pain. It isn't because your spine pops. You know, there's definitely air, gas in between your synovial joints. When it when there's pressure applied to that, it can it can move and create an audible noise. But that isn't why. It's simply putting the spine back into a more natural position and your vertebra, your backbones. They get locked into when they're they're not moving well. When they're out of position, your body locks your bones together. So if you have two bones, they get locked together and they don't move independently anymore. They move as a unit. And as they move as a unit, the disc that's in between those two bones breaks down because it has no – when the bones move and they, they move forward, back, and rotate, it brings nutrition into the disc and it pushes waste products out of the disc and helps your disc remain healthy. That's your disc metabolism. So when your disc isn't getting that movement, it starts breaking down and as it breaks down, you get closer and closer to bulges and herniations and that's a big issue. People assume bulges and herniations just happen and when they just happen, you're hurting and then you might need surgery, but that isn't it at all. If you take care of your spine, keep it moving freely in the proper position. You almost will never have any breakdown. I have people in their 90s that are under care in my office, and they have almost no arthritis. Believe it or not, many of them have almost no arthritis. You just can't get that old with a damaged, improperly functioning, fine, functioning spine. Because if it's out of position, it's going to irritate your nerves, irritate your organ function, create pain, create all sort of other issues, and that's not good. So that that's first of all back pain. Neck pain is the same thing, right? It's the same thing. If your neck's not moving well, it can break down and cause issues. Those are the structural issues. Now, next would be migraines and headaches. This is the most common thing I see that gets better very, very quickly. So when you're looking at that, um, you're trying to help restore the posture of your head and relieve pressure and tension on the nerves that contribute to headaches. So a group trial found that 22% of people who had chiropractic treatments, saw the number of attacks, headaches, dropped by 90%. So in this systematic review, 49% said they said they had a significant reduction in pain intensity compared to most medical treatments. So that's huge. Understand that. They didn't say 49% better than someone not getting adjusted. They said 49% better, right? 49% better than people getting medical treatment. So few interventions can take that headache. Uh, away almost instantaneously without the risk. That's a big thing too, without taking those medications, which can damage your kidney, damage your liver. If it's a narcotic medication, can cause addiction. So without the medication, so chiropractic helping you get rid of your headaches without taking medication. It has to be improving the function of your body or else it wouldn't work, All right? Some other stuff, your TMJ. So people have TMJ issues, that joint is really, really close to the atlas bone at the top. And neurologically, it can be irritated. Plus, if your posture's off, if you look at someone in the eyes and their eyes are unleveled, the right eye, left eye is higher than the other one, then their head is shifted to the left or right. When that happens, your jaw, which hangs naturally down, right? There's nothing holding it in place securely, so it kind of hangs naturally down. It's going to elongate on the side of your head that's higher. So if your right eye is higher, your jaw is going to elongate on that side and it's going to create this asymmetrical spacing with your face, which then that's associated with poor health and early death. So you definitely want to try to see what's going on. If you have TMJ pain, actually get to a chiropractor, let them examine you, see what's going on and try to help you. Um, Digestive issues. So digestive issues, it can really have a huge um, impact from your spine. So, if your digestive tract is irritated, which is directly linked to lower back issues, because the nerves from L2, 3, 4, 5 are going to your digestive tract. So, if those nerves are irritated, yeah, you could have pain, but 95% of the signals going through your nervous system are not carrying pain, they're carrying function. So, function from your brain to your body, right, it's going out to your gut, and your gut, in that case, isn't going to function well. So, so many people have gut issues to go to the doctor that you put on medication and not address the damage to the lower spine at all. And it might not even be hurting. Your lower back might not even be hurting because only 5% of those nerve fibers carry pain. 95% are carrying the function to your gut. So ultimately, you may feel fine and have gut issues directly related to your lower back. Um, So joint pain is the last one. So all sorts of joint pain in your spine. It's typically due to loss of motion, irritation, moving towards arthritis. By the time you feel joint pain, you're usually far ahead, but you can still get it better. The worst thing I tell people to do is not just let your joint pain keep getting worse while you medicate the pain away because it's going to get harder and harder to ever correct when you go down that road. So, just want to touch upon this simple bit of information because I feel chiropractic is probably the biggest profession in healthcare that's most uh, misunderstood. And if, if people understood what chiropractic could do and they got checked and adjusted when necessary from birth, they wouldn't have all the problems and all the issues that we have now. So get yourself checked out. Come to my office. I'd be glad to check you out. Uh, matter of fact, call up and say, I heard the podcast. I'll be glad to check you out at my cost. I very rarely do that, but I'll do it at my cost. Take a film and everything. Just call the office at 845-896-1200 glad to check you out and do that at my cost all right man so this segment is for you ladies turn the car off the radio off get out of the car whatever No, this is serious one of the coolest supplements I've heard about in a long time at raising testosterone naturally so many men are doing TRT testosterone replacement therapy and um, I understand why I mean we have testosterone when you get above 40 years old similar to your grandmother's was when they' were younger. So, you know, and we, we have half of the testosterone than our grandfather did that's been researched. And it leads to fatigue, reduced muscle strength and bulk, low mood and depression, fewer spontaneous erections, loss of libido, decreased ability to concentrate and increased body fat. So there, there's this thing called andropause. So there's menopause, right? You know what menopause is in women. But andropause is gradual declines in hormone levels in men. So healthy men will usually have a 1% drop in testosterone every year starting at age 40. Young men typically have testosterone levels approximately 100 nanograms or 1,000 nanograms per deciliter, while the average level for an 80-year-old is 200 nanograms per deciliter. So if you go back to the testosterone saliva test, you'll see the men's testosterone will start dropping down significantly. And now it's starting younger. So at 27 is what the average age of testosterone repl- replacement therapy. And that's extremely young. And that's typically because of all the stuff in our environment everything we spray in our lawns, all the plasticizers, um, you know, plastics, most of the stuff that modernly has been developed to try to improve our life messes up our life. So ultimately, This supplement helps to raise your testosterone naturally. And so we're carrying an office now because I feel it's a very, very uh, beneficial thing for men. So this late onset hypogonadism, right? So LOH is defined as reduced serum testosterone. Um, It's either your total testosterone or free testosterone. And for many older men, this can be detrimental to your physiological function as well as depression. They right, right now they call, uh, uh, testosterone, the lost antidepressant, because when you, you have enough testosterone, you typically don't have depression along with it. So in a study, 76 men with uh, l- late onset hypogonadism were given 200 milligrams of Tonkat Ali. So it's called Tonkat Ali for one month. And it significantly changed their their AMS scores. So it, it improved from 10.5 percent to 70.1 percent at its conclusion. So serum testosterone rose from 5.66 nanometers to um, 8.31, so 46.82 percent. And the cool thing is you start to see a big difference. I I like this part here. They say this uh, in a 2002 study uh, in Asian, Asian andrology forum, uh, 30 male patients took a hundred milligrams of Tonkat Ali for three weeks. And their scores improved by 82%, suggesting significant improvement in physical, vasomotor, psychological, and sexual well-being. So the things that most men deal with, right? You know, so, so you get Viagra for uh, uh, inability to hold an erection. You lose overall, you know, muscle strength. You get mentally more challenged. You have more, you know, depression. That can clearly, with the supplement, improve drastically. So I would recommend, I'm trying it out. You know, I'm 52 years old and I like my testosterone to be as high as it can be within normal range. It's called Tong Kat Ali, T O N G K A T A L I. I'm going to put a link to it in the podcast or you can just come into the office and grab it that way so you can buy it or grab it but that's a fantastic supplement that's a supplement spotlight for this week and uh, that's one i'm really really high on so guys take care thanks for tuning in join me i'll be back I used to do it weekly now i'm doing a little less frequent but i'll be back real soon take it easy